Hey guys, you're listening to the English Made Simple Show. This is episode number 300, number 300, numero 300. Welcome, amigos and amigas. So welcome back. This is your host, Milena, speaking. You're tuning in to the English Made Simple Show. You can learn more about the EMS show and what it is all about when you visit EnglishMadeSimple.net. And if you want to listen to the podcast straight from the website, simply type in EnglishMadeSimple.net slash podcast. And you will be taken right to the podcast player, to the podcast page. While you're there, you can also find huge repertoire of the EMS episodes as well as useful resources to help you accelerate your English learning. Thanks everyone for joining me today and welcome back to another episode of the English Made Simple Show. Today's episode is number 300, nice and round number. Let me just recap what we've done in the last episode. In the previous episode, we covered the following phrases. These phrases are commonly used in business and corporate environments. So the phrase procurement, raising funds, and brainstorming ideas. If you missed that episode, go back to the previous episode number 299 and have a listen to those phrases. And today we're going to continue with learning more new phrases that you can add to your business vocabulary. These phrases came about as a result of my interview with Giovanna, my twin sister, who's, who runs her own business. I know it's been some time since I've done that interview with Giovanna, back in October now, but there are still some phrases I'd like to go over with you, okay? As the name suggests of today's episode, we are going to cover the following phrases. Customer service, lead generation, and mentors. This is what we're going to learn in today's episode. What does this all mean? Okie dokie. But first, uh, just before we proceed with today's episode, I had a few people reach out to me and I'd like to say hello to a few people in today's episode. The first person I'd like to send a greeting to is a new listener from Prague, the capital city of Czech Republic. It's the first time I have a listener from Czech Republic so that's nice to hear that uh, the episode, my show is reaching <laughs> Czech Republic. So that's good to know. The listener's name is Michaela. I hope I'm pronouncing this correctly. And Michaela was very sweet to send me an email and let me know how much she enjoys the podcast. Michaela's main reason for learning English is to be able to speak in English with her daughter's friends when she visits them overseas. I think that's very sweet. Well, you're in the right place, Michaela. Welcome. Again, I hope I'm pronouncing your name correctly. I did know one Michaela from Macedonia, so I'm pronouncing your name like this, Michaela. Another big hello goes to my recent student, Iones from Brazil, who now lives in Australia and is getting ready to do public speaking and presentations in English. Uh, at his work in Brisbane, where he lives. He's been listening to the EMS show back in Brazil before migrating to Australia earlier this year. How nice to know that he had been listening to the podcast, even in Brazil, uh, and is now able to liaise with me and connect with me now that he's, he and his family live in Australia. And lastly, a big hello to Carlos from Peru, who took the time to email me about an anomaly 
in one of my earlier episodes, an episode I released five years ago. In this particular episode, I was sharing examples of how you could use the present perfect tense. I shared a couple of examples uh, such as, um, have you ever tried Mexican food? Have you ever tried ceviche? Well, these two were kind of random examples that I used, but someone who is not familiar to the Mexican cuisine or the Peruvian cuisine might have construed that ceviche was a Mexican dish, but actually it's not. Ceviche originated from Peru. So I'd like to ensure that everyone listening right now, because we have a global audience, doesn't get confused by my two examples. I also recommend that everyone try ceviche. Ceviche is Peruvian, so try Peruvian food. It's delicious. If you're able to get a hold of Peruvian uh, food, especially ceviche, you should definitely try it. Carlos, thank you for bringing this to my attention. Radio, let's continue with today's episode. Without further ado, let's get cracking, amigos. So the first phrase I'm going to talk about in today's episode is what is lead generation? Okay. It's a very corporate term. Now, if you work in lead generation, you'd normally work in a sales department or marketing. Another word for lead uh, in that particular phrase, lead generation. So another word for lead is prospect. So lead generation means you're trying to find contacts uh, who may be interested in your products or services, but are not customers of yours yet. So they didn't make a purchase. They're still cold. So that's another term you can um, use. So cold leads, someone who doesn't know you, who hasn't heard about your business. These are called cold leads and you're trying to reach them and convert them into customers. So they're not ready to buy from you yet and become a customer, but you still need to be able to attract these leads to your business. So this leads me to the next phrase. The next phrase being cold outreach. Cold outreach is something that my sister Giovanna used in that episode when we did an interview. So what do we mean by cold outreach? So if you work in sales or customer service, you may often do this. Uh, it's called cold outreach or cold calling. The cold is spelled as C-O-L-D, like temperature cold. So we use that as well in corporate world to identify that someone is not a hot lead, not interested in your business yet. According to Well Intelligente or the online dictionary, cold outreach refers to the process where you reach out to or contact someone via email who doesn't have any connection with your business. The email is meant to make them aware of your product or service and provide them with an offer. Okay, that's how you can define cold outreach. So take me for example, since I started the English Made Simple podcast, once or twice a month, I get emails from random people who had never heard of my podcast before. They found my email address online and they did a cold outreach to offer me something. Maybe they want me to test a new product um, or try something different. I respond to these people when I have the time, okay? I know how much effort goes into this, so I don't ignore them. I do reply to these people. Just at least I can acknowledge the email even when I'm not interested in what, whatever they're offering, okay? 
The people who do cold outreach must have good customer service skills. So it would be one of the requirements if you want to do a good job at doing cold outreach. So that's our next phrase in today's episode. Phrase number three is customer service. The customer service skill is how you interact with people, customers, or prospects. Are you polite? Uh, are you knowledgeable about the products you're offering? Are you able to answer all the questions from your customers? And so on and so on. Just so you know, not everyone has good customer service skills. Just imagine going to a shop and uh, to buy something. Let's say you want to buy clothes. You go to a some fashion retail shop. So what's the first thing the shop assistant does? Or what is it that they don't do, okay? Maybe you walk into a shop and they don't do anything. What does the shop assistant not do? If they are not polite with you, then they are not giving you good customer service. I'm sure we all experienced bad customer service in the past. Uh, everybody can remember those bad experiences we had. Uh, when someone gave us really bad customer service. I used to work in customer service myself back in the day, so I know about the good versus bad customer service. Uh, this was about 20 years ago now, a long time ago. I used to work at checkouts in a supermarket in New Zealand back when I was a teenager. So that was a long time ago, but I still remember those days, okay? And I'm sure that some of you also <laughs> have those days as well. You can remember good or bad customer service. Most of the time we remember the bad. So there we go. Hope the examples I shared with you about customer service all make sense. In Spanish, customer service means atención al cliente or servicio al cliente. So now you know what that means in Spanish for my Spanish speakers. Now, what if you would like to work in customer service, but you don't have the right skills? Maybe you would like to work in a fashion retail store. Some of the skills that you might need if you want to work in customer service is obviously people skills. Are you good with communicating with people, <laughs> customers? Um, or uh, And also you might need to have good sales skills okay are you able to sell a product how good are you with your product knowledge skills well then what you would need to do if you're not skilled yet you will need to upskill yourself upskill is one word and it is used as a verb to indicate improvement so you need to upskill you need to build up your skill set to get you to work inside a retail shop for example so in that case, what you can do is find a course online. Uh, you can either do it in online or in person. You can study this particular skill. Uh, whatever you want uh, to improve on, you can train yourself on that. Or if you want to do it faster, you could find a mentor or a coach who specializes in that area you want to learn so that you can upskill faster. Okay, You can build up your skills faster if you get somebody like a coach or a mentor to uh, dedicate their time and train you. So in my interview with Giovanna in episode number 298, she said that she approached a mentor to help her understand how marketing automation worked. So that's one skill, uh, marketing automation, that's one skill in itself. Um, digital marketing is a big, big uh, topic. 
But marketing automation is just one part of that uh, big topic. So how does that work? Well, what did she do? She didn't have experience in marketing automation at all. So she needed to learn from someone who did, but she wanted to learn it faster. So she hired a mentor to help her. Are you following me so far, amigos? Hope this all makes sense to you all. So a mentor is like a teacher. So think of it as a teacher or like a coach who is there to guide you and help you succeed. But a mentor doesn't have to be someone you meet in person or online. It can be a book author. It can be somebody who wrote a book. You can read a book on, for example, I'm just guessing here, how to provide the best customer service written by some random guy. Let's call him John Smith. Uh, it's just something I, I invented now for the sake of this example, guys. Uh, so I made this up. So John Smith wrote a book, How to Provide the Best Customer Service. Well, if you've enjoyed the book and you've learned new things from reading the book, then you can say that John Smith is your mentor. So somebody who wrote a book could be your mentor as well. If you're listening to a podcast, that person could also be a mentor. If you're listening to a podcast about customer service, again, that person can be your mentor, right? Cool, cool bananas. I think that's about it for today's episode. Uh, just to wrap it up, uh, we've learned today about lead generation, customer service, and cold outreach. Stay tuned, amigos y amigas, uh, as I prepare one more episode on business vocabulary using the most commonly used phrasal verbs and idioms in corporate environments, okay, or in business settings. If you'd like to have access to the full transcript of today's episode, please visit englishmadesimple.net slash transcript. When you buy transcripts, you also support this show, okay? So it's a win-win. And one more thing I wanted to mention, I'm running a listener survey. So if you go to englishmadesimple.net slash survey, you can tell me a little bit about yourself, what you're struggling with when it comes to English. I'm running this survey until the end of the month. Uh, so I'll deactivate the survey at the end of the year, this year. Thank you to those who have already contributed so far. Thank you so much for your time. And for the rest of you, thank you for listening and tuning in to today's episode. Also, don't forget to visit englishmadesimple.net slash podcast anytime you want uh, to continue listening to the rest of the episodes. It's been a pleasure. I hope you've learned something new today. If something wasn't clear, be sure to send me an email or send me a message on Facebook or Instagram. Uh, even though I don't post that often on social media, I am there. I do check my Insta feed, so don't be shy to send me a message. You've been jamming with Milena from English Made Simple. Until next time, hasta la próxima. Mm -hmm.